Hello and welcome to another edition of the e-commerce Odyssey po podcast. I'm here with Naha Giva from uh, Zik Analytics, and we're going to talk about how to increase your eBay sales. So would you first like to introduce yourself, Naha? Yes, of course. So first of all, thank you for the opportunity to be here. And I'm, uh, as you say, Nahar Geva. Today I'm living in Portugal and I'm 32 years old, married, plus two. I started my e-commerce journey back in 2016. Started with eBay dropshipping. Took me eight months to achieve $5,000 in profit in my first store, my first eBay store. This is also when the idea to create a product research automation software uh, to help other sellers finding winning products for their store came from. And uh, a year later, uh, we've launched Zeek Analytics. And today it's already five years. We have over 5,000 paid subscribers. We, we're providing a lot of content, a lot of tools to help people optimize their listings, to help people find winning products, recognize trends before anyone else. Basically, that's it. Okay, so what do you think? I mean, eBay is obviously, I mean, when I, I've been doing e-commerce even longer from you. I've been doing like 15 years. So when I first started, eBay was the thing and Amazon was just a little thing. And eBay was much, much, much bigger than Amazon. But these days, everyone forgets about eBay. So is eBay, you know, something that people should still bother about? Yeah, so it's a great, great question uh, that you bring here because, you know, all the focus shifted to Amazon. Amazon made a huge move in terms of, of, of uh, uh, business-wise. They took control on all the supply chain. So uh, basically they're holding the stock today. They, they think they controlling the shipping and they created a huge advantage. And this is why they become number one. However, eBay is still the second biggest. So we're talking still about 180 million uh, active buyers from all around the world that are surging for products on eBay. It's the second biggest uh, e-commerce search engine. And, and uh, there is a lot of opportunities. A lot of people know eBay as, a, as the place to sell secondhand products. Uh, I would say mainly from the UK. Uh, one of the main, the main niches of eBay in the UK and also in the US is selling secondhand products, antiques, etc. But uh, during the, the past, I would say, seven years, developed a new market of, of new products there. So it started with the drop with drop shippers that been sourcing products from Amazon and bringing them into eBay, created this huge portfolio of, of new brand new products, and today is moving forward with companies even like Walmart and, and Best Buy and companies like this that you know they maintain their eBay stores and they sell their pro their products on eBay, and of course it's not the same uh, demand like you can find on Amazon, but it still has a lot of sales, a lot of demand. And I would say an average seller on eBay generate around $30,000, $40,000 revenue. This is for an average seller. Monthly, uh, yeah. Monthly, monthly. Okay. And uh, if we go to the big sellers, so it's going above 100000 to a couple of millions. So yes, it's not as big as Amazon, but still there is enough demand there and can be used in various ways. Uh, whether if you're a brand, set, brand owner and you want to just maintain a brand identity all across e-commerce uh, marketplaces, e-commerce platforms, or you sell on Amazon, but you get stuck with the, with the dead stock, then you want to resell it somewhere else. You want to, you want to, you know, liquidate it somewhere else, uh, or you just focus on eBay and you build your, you know, you, you find those strong niches on eBay and you build your store there. So, you know, there is different ways to, to attack it. And I would say the easiest way to start, and this is for people who are watching us, you know, and they want, and thinking of e-commerce is with eBay dropshipping, because with dropshipping, uh, there is no uh, uh, big investment. You, you can start relatively cheap. 
However, there are other complications and other risks that come with this, but this is uh, for another topic. So yeah, yes. eBay I'm not a very big fan of drop shipping. I'm not sure it really works. I've never, so, I've never got it to work. Yeah, so anyway, check out, I've done another podcast on this, so check. <laughs> um, but okay, so what is, uh, what is eBay best for? What kind of products can you sell on eBay? So I would say uh, it's it's hard to to point on something specific, but if we want to kind of like, you know, if you want me to highlight, you know, from the data I have, because we basically have data from eBay and, and from AliExpress in our database and also some Amazon and Walmart, I would say one of the top niches is jewelries. Jewelry is selling very well on uh, eBay. Mm -hmm. Also also clothing, but more like the, the cheap quality clothing. So, you know, everything up to $40 selling very well uh, in the clothing niche on eBay. Uh, other than this, electronic, of course, you know, like, but I think this is everywhere. Uh, iPhone, uh, smartphone accessories. It's one of the strongest, strongest niches on eBay. And then it goes to a very small niches, things that you never thought would actually uh, work. Like uh, for instance, all the nautical decoration and, uh, and uh, fishing very strong on eBay, fishing and hunting very strong on eBay. Um, yeah, this is. So I found, I mean, just because I've been selling on eBay for 15 years, and the find of things, it's, it's, I mean, it's obviously good for selling new products, and you can sell the same new products on it you sell on on anywhere any other channel. It's good, I think, for international sales. It's got a strong international base. Yeah. Um, it's good for well, I mean, we don't sell these, but I mean, a lot of people sell. It's kind of hard to get things like you know, spare TV remote control trailers or something like that. Or I'm just talking about things that you really can only get on eBay. So you can only get, you know, spare parts for motorbikes or it, it, yes. it's definitely good for that kind of thing. It's good yeah. for liquidating stock as well. Um, so there's a lot of people, you know, people sell bundles, people sell, um, you know, and there's a lot of, there's a lot of um, reconditioned or so-called reconditioned stock. So people will be saying reconditioned iPhones um, and reconditioned electronics of all sorts. So I think it's good for, whereas I think it's, it's more varied than Amazon in that you can sell the new things, but you can, it's also much easier to sell things in a variety of conditions. And that's harder on Amazon yeah. because everything has to have a barcode and has to be listed. So um, that's one of the reasons I'm still a big fan of eBay. Yeah, um, I know a lot of big sellers on Amazon that they sell all the returns they sell back on, uh, on uh, eBay. So right, all, okay. they collect the returns and sell them on eBay. So I think the, the 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 place we go and with all the technology and the software and the ability to you know operate multiple channels at the same time, this is where we go. We, it's it's multi-channel e-commerce businesses, not just one thing, not just Amazon, not just eBay, not just Shopify or your own store. Eventually, if you want to build strong you know strong brand or you just want to you know a diverse risk, you should be everywhere. Yeah, it's true. I mean, because I, I find that um, you do hear these these um, stories about people who depend just solely on Amazon and they, Amazon just turns around one day and for, for some yeah. reason, which is not always entirely clear, they'll just shut your account down. So, you know, diversity is is a is a beautiful thing on e-commerce as in yeah. life, I would yeah. say. So what are your OK, what are your top 10 and see if we get to 10 here, e-commerce, eBay optimization tips. How do you get the most out of eBay? Okay, so I, I, it's a great question. I will start from you know discussing a little bit the eBay algorithm. Uh, so the eBay search engine algorithm called Cassini, uh, work in a very very simple way. I would say it's not quite similar to other channel other marketplaces. So basically, what eBay want to see, eBay eventually uh, focus on you know improving their 
buying experience. This is the main focus in the last few years. After mm-hmm. Amazon came, you know, to the market and basically took over the buying experience, you know, providing perfect buying experience, eBay put a lot of focus on this and they tweaked the algorithm to, to be able to push the listings that um, uh, answer the need of the buyers, so what they're searching for, of course, with the search engine, right, keywords. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also making sure these are products and sellers that actually can fulfill their promises, that can fulfill the order. So I would say it start from the title. This is the basic thing. You know, have the right keywords in your title. Uh, focus on long tail keywords. So not just random. Back in the days, people just would, you know, mix random keywords and hope things will sell. Yeah. Uh, so long tail keyword in the beginning of the title should be the, the should, you should target one or maybe two keywords, not go crazy with too many things, you know, because eventually... Uh, every product we sell have maybe two, three, four type of keyword phrases that, that buyers actually looking for. Uh, so this is one thing. Second thing is uh, item specific. So Can anything- I just say about, about, so about titles, just interrupt you there. I mean, because it's like, I think the eBay title is like 80 characters and you should use as yes. many as you can of those characters. Yeah, so you, you put as many as you can, but uh, eventually, let's say we sell gaming keyboard. So eventually we have like gaming keyboard is one keyword, right? Gaming keyboard probably is things people searching for or, or keyboard for gaming. So uh, what I say is that find these long tail keywords. So there is one or two phrases, see where there is uh, the highest demand, but also see if, if your price is not strong enough or is not low and is not competitive enough. Don't try to go off after these search terms where everyone else selling the products have the new. Mm-hmm. You can see, and this is the beauty with eBay, uh, which is not a product catalog like Amazon, you can still sell a gaming keyboard twice higher than someone else if you manage to rank it under different search term. So mm-hmm. let's say gaming keyboard generated 10,000 searches a month, right? But, but a keyboard for gaming generate only 3,000. And you know you can sell it for $40, your competitor sell it for $20. You shouldn't go and try to put it on gaming keyboard. You should try to get it to keyboard for gaming and uh, maybe you will not make the same amount of sales, but you will be able to sell it twice more expensive. And this is the, the opportunity. Another opportunity that lie within eBay is that you don't have to be the cheapest. It's not like in Amazon that you, know, you, have, a, you have a buy box and that's it, basically. If you're, not, if you're not providing good price, you will not have the buy box and probably you will get much less traffic. So this is one thing. Second thing is the item specific. Uh, you have uh, when you create a listing, you have item specific uh, fields where mm-hmm. you sells uh, models, features, you know, size of the boxes, all these things. And uh, this is super important now. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. uh, let's say you sell an iPhone cover or or a, or an iPad cover, leather iPad cover. Okay, and um, back in the days, you would need to put the color if you want. To, to find people that look for a red color, you will need to put the color in the title. Now it's enough to you know, have a generic title, but have the color in the item specific. And it's also affect the search results. So if, you, if someone will search, I want an iPad cover, a red iPad cover, you will come up in the search result, even if your keywords are not in the title, but they're in the item specifics. Mm-hmm. This is the second thing. Now, of course, price is very important. And I say you can sell things higher, However, uh, uh, it's, it's an advantage to have higher, lo- lower price than your competitors. So if it's possible for you to have lower price, or if you're in the process of, of you know, doing research before you're buying stock or before you source products, 
Then of course, try to aim to be also competitive with price. It's not mandatory, but it's important. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, item and uh, images. So one of the things that, that the algorithm check is the impression click-through rate. So people search for gaming keyboard, right? They go on the eBay best match uh, result and they start to scroll through the listings. Mm -hmm. So the higher is your click-through rate on the short term, the higher you will go in the ranking. So mm -hmm. clear images, white backgrounds, try to make them as, 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 you know, as standing out as possible. A lot of people add things on top of them on eBay. They add like frames and text. I personally don't recommend it. It's against the policies, even though eBay don't force it, but it's against the policies. So yes, white, clear images. Uh, it's very important to have a good click-through rate. Secondary title as well, to have a good click-through rate. So in the secondary title, which costs you some extra fees, uh, you can add important, like you can add some extra, you know, like call to action or, or mm -hmm. uh, uh, highlight some strength of the product. And mm -hmm. now if you are limited in budget or, or you're not sure about the specific products or you're just testing a product, I'm not sure, maybe I wouldn't put it, but once you have a, a product that generates sales, you can, you know, make a second, second uh, uh, cycle of optimizations. So adding secondary titles and, and all of this. Description is also important. So having uh, the title and all the keywords you couldn't add to the main title because in the main title, you have 80 characters. So on the description title, you can you don't have limit. You can add as many as you want. And then, you know, go through description, bullet points, make it as simple as an, as low HTML as possible. Okay, so you don't recommend HTML. As low as possible, yes. Why? Because um, uh, eventually the algorithm, this is a little bit, you know, from, from more like, a developer perspective, a programming perspective, takes it's like imagine like a spider that run, you know, run through the screen and run through through the text. Mm -hmm. And when you have a lot of HTML, you have a lot of text. You don't see it, but on the back you have a lot of code. It's a lot yeah. of code. So it's just taking longer to uh, to uh, to read. And uh, when you open it from desktop, it takes longer to load. And and loading like how fast your listing is loading have effect on the ranking as well. Okay, so you'd recommend like a very plain listing, not to have one of these kind of HTML frames. Yes, yes. Oh, there, there are, by the way, there are ways to make it well, look well, designed, just designed with a very, with, with, a, with, with minimum H, with minimum code on the background. Okay. Okay, so I think we've got to six here. You said descriptions of any other, any other suggestions? Yes, now we're moving to, of course, seller performance. And so, you want to make sure you reply to messages as fast as possible. You check them daily, okay? Because eventually think about it, any marketplace, but let's talk about eBay, is like, like a shopping center, right? And if you were to be a, a director of a shopping mall uh, and one of, the, one of the shop owners will come in the morning and will, will call, you're supposed, they're supposed to open 10 o'clock and he will call you and will tell you, Hey, sorry, I couldn't make it today because I need to take my son to school. I will only open in turn 30. What you will think about it? It's not serious, right? Yeah. So it's the same things with eBay. We want to give the algorithm as many signals as possible that we're serious sellers, okay? Because we are holding the stock. It's not like on Amazon, Amazon holding the stock and then uh, Amazon, you know, they, they control everything. They don't care. Here, eBay measure the performance of the seller. How many times he entered the, the store? How, many, how fast he answered to messages? He sent messages post-sale. Is after he shipped the items, he had tracking numbers on time. He don't cancel too many orders. What is the reason he canceled the orders from? 
all these little things affect your performance. And if you get a little defect, you down in ranking. Do you think it's important to keep a 100% feedback rating? Does that help? I think in the beginning, in the beginning, in, I would say the first like uh, thousand or 500 cells, it may have a short-term effect if you get negative feedback. But after this, I, I think like there is, it's a myth like, okay, you have to, you need to have 100% and you cannot operate without it. And then, and then sellers get stuck on it and they think, oh, our store is not good enough. But if you look on all the big stores, no, none of them is 100%. But yeah, you want yeah. to try to maintain 99%, of course, 99.5, yeah. but 100% or 99 is, is the same. Yeah, it's, hard, it's very hard to get 100%. You have to spend a lot of time on it. Okay, anything, anything else? Um, no, basically, these, these are the main things. I, and if people I've got some questions for you then. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so how about some um, variations? Is it, are, they, are they a good idea using those multiple, where you can have multiple options? Are they, do they perform better? Yeah, variations are good because think about it. You have a couple of products in one, so you can have yeah. better rate, better conversion rate, uh, and these affecting on your ranking. Okay. Because eventually, if you want to see that the ranking on the top converting, and the transaction is completed. So if your if your listing is converting, you get to the top. So okay. yeah, okay. variation listings they they not always, but they should be better. What about um, sponsored listings? Do you think that they're they're important to to pay for advertising? Yeah, this is one of the thing in eBay that is uh, they lag behind with sponsor products compare other platforms, you know, like on Amazon, you have the PPC and you can, uh, you know, you can rank for keywords and be very sophisticated and really like have a strategy mm -hmm. on eBay. It's like, you just turn it on and that's it. And yes, it's necessary and it helps you drive more sell, but it's, it's, it's like a vicious cycle. You know, once you start with it, you cannot go back anymore. Mm. So I would not suggest people from the beginning to start with it. I would suggest people to, to build strong store you know, get to the top with their own power, you know, with their own like uh, work. And later on, when they scale, when they start to grow higher amount of listings, then use sponsored. Okay. So what do you think about adding about international? What's the, what kind of up, you know, offering your products internationally? Do you think that's worth doing? So it really depends. Uh, first of all, what is your uh, marketplace? You're selling in the US, you're selling in the UK, because in the US and the UK, you have this global shipping program. Yes. So, eBay can handle for you the shipping, you know, and it's amazing. Why not? They they have they cover they, they have the they cover insurance and everything, and you know they give you the best uh, the best conditions to ship products on internationally. Of course, they charge high prices. If you have better alternative, you can offer lower prices to ship internationally, and you have the ability to handle it. Then you may get much more international sales. But uh, just by turning on the global shipping program in inside eBay. Sellers experience between five to fifteen percent increase in sales. Okay, so that's definitely worth doing then. Yes, so yes, how yes. would how would you say what what's the best way of finding product opportunities on eBay? What would be the process that you would use? So this is a great question, and it really depends on the type of seller, on the niche, on the need. I always, you know, it's it's the same. Like if I will ask you uh, how I get from here to to uh, London. You will open the GPS, you will turn it on and you will see the way and you will drive with this way, right? Yeah. So it's the yeah. same thing. It's, it's exactly the same thing. You need to know what you're, what is your, what you are looking for. Now, I will go to different uh, processes and I will try to highlight the main, you know, the main uh, business models. So let's say, let's start from if you are wholesaling, but you don't know what you want to sell yet. Okay. You don't, you want to start an eBay business or, or you have a store already 
and you, you want to get product ideas. So for getting product ideas, I will start broad, analyzing categories, then break it down to the top selling items in each category, then check the competitors that's selling those items, see what they sell. And then based on my, my, my sourcing strategy, so if I'm trying to focus on specific niche, I will try to find competitor who focus on the same niche. If I try to go broad, I don't care about the niche, then it doesn't matter. All of them are, are um, good for me. And what I, what I always recommend beginners or advanced doesn't matter when you source products is to look for the, for the, uh, for the sealed, sealed or strong opportunities. What is a strong opportunity? Uh, it's a product that's sold by a weak seller, but still ranked to the top and generate a lot of sell. Mm -hmm. And if this product even selling for a higher price than the competitor, even better opportunity. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to find those opportunities where, you know, let's give an example. Let's give a, a gaming keyboard example. Okay, let's say we are searching the game, we're searching the, the gaming niche and we're seeing gaming keyboard performing very well. And then we go in, in, in the product research tool in Zig, we put gaming keyboard and we see that in the last 30 days, it's generated $40,000 in sales. The success rate is 60%. The sell to rate is over 100%. So there is high demand, high success rate on page one. And now we validated demand and competition. Now we want to see, okay, but where is the opportunity? Because demand and competition in the overall niche is one thing. Eventually we need to understand which listings we are targeting, which competitor we are targeting. And then I will try to see if there are any listing that managed to rank on the top of the search result, but with a higher price than the competitors. They're doing something unusual. Maybe it's the product, maybe it's the, the title, maybe it's something there. I want to check, I want to find this opportunity. Second thing is I will try to see which sellers with lower feedbacks are ranking to the top of the search result. Because let's say a seller with, with 500 feedbacks that have product on the first page of gaming keyboard. He's beginner. He have competitors with 100,000, 200,000 feedbacks. How he did it, what he did, what he's selling. So this is the way I approach it to look for, for to have a high, high success rate opportunities. And uh, this is one way. Second way, if you already know your supplier, a lot of people work with suppliers. They know this is my supplier, so they know what they want to sell. Mm -hmm. So it's much easier. You just, let's say you want to you have a supplier of iPhone covers, you have leather iPhone cover, you just go search leather iPhone covers, see the numbers, competitors, sales, prices, and you see if you can sell your product for a competitive price, if you bring something new to the market, and then you list it to your store. This is much easier too. And then for drop shipping or for other uh, people who, who knows uh, like suppliers that a lot of people using, what, what we suggest always to do is to find competitor that use the same supplier like you. Because then they lead you to the product that you can also source. And then you look mm -hmm. for there. And the last tip I can say that this fits for everyone, I call it scale your winning products. You look on your, your own store, competitor store, you look on your top selling products. And then um, for instance, let's say you have an iPad, leather iPad cover that is sold 10 times in the last 30 days or, 10, or 20 times in the last 30 days. What you do is you take this title, okay? You search it and you see, okay, who compete with me directly? And then you see, okay, under the search term, we have people who sell black one, red one, yellow one, plastic one, leather one, right? But we don't have one in gold color. We don't have one yellow. We don't have one white. We don't have one uh, with the with the with the strap or something like this. So you go to your suppliers and you bring something similar 
but you use the same title because you know this title drive traffic. So you just you use many of the titles the same and you just tweak it a little bit and you create, but the strategy here is to cover the first page of eBay with as many listings as yours as possible. So if someone search for this keyword, he will come, he will have six, let's say on the first page, there is 100. Let's say out of the, 10, the top 10, there will be three or four U's. Then mm -hmm. your chances to get sales out of this is higher because three out of 10 or five out of 10 is your listings. So this is another strategy to approach. Okay, but I always find, so with, with, with um, eBay on the kind of the, the uh, multi-option listings, or well, various listings, what do they call them? Variation. Um, variation listings. They, um, so from one point of view, they're harder to set up, right? Yes. But, yes. The, but the individual listings will get more listing history and will therefore probably do better in, in the search. But on the other hand, but then you've only got one listing, whereas if you've got them listed individually, then you will take up more of the search results. And that's what... So you do three, yeah. exactly. This is a good point. And you need what, to is find the, what, is the, what is the best way of doing it? So like what I like to, what I, I did a lot in the past and I like to do is, is let's say we're going for, um, again, iPad uh, letter cover. So I will have like different brands, very similar. I will compete with myself, but I will have different brands with different colors. So I can have different, different, it's the same, it's the same product, but different brands. So maybe the, the stitching is a little bit different. The logo is different, but it's the same thing. Yeah. So I would just I would just kind of create a monopole on the eBay page result. Okay. So what we used to do in the past is actually list the same products on two different IDs. Yeah, but it's not exactly the same. It's the same, like it's the two leather yeah. iPad covers, same colors, you know, same style, but made by different brands because you okay. cannot list exactly the same. Right. It's not okay. allowed by eBay. Okay, that's good advice. So tell me about your, your systems Zip Analytics. How does it help um, sellers? Yeah, so basically, and this is, by the way, one of the biggest advantage of eBay is that uh, eBay gives you real sales history. All the other softwares for Amazon, it's not a real sales history. It's estimation. What else they do with the reviews and stuff like this? And, and we are also building Amazon tools now, and this is how it is. eBay, on the website, give you the sales history. So what we do, we collect the data. We collect the data 30 days and more back. And we basically have a database of over 500,000 eBay sellers, and it's growing every day. And we provide the tools to sellers to analyze their competitor, research their competitors, do a, a, a product research on the eBay best match result to understand what ranking best and what is the last 30 days sales, do category research where they can see top selling items on every category. Of course, title optimization and keyword research to understand what are the long tail keywords people searching for, but not just what people searching for, what actually driving sales. So you can see, okay, for instance, gaming keyboard have uh, 20,000 searches, for example, 20 competitors use this phrase in their titles and it generate, and they generated 600 sales. So you can build your title based on real conversions, not just searches. Uh, and then uh, there are all the Zeek Pro features the, the, which are divided to two parts, automation for dropshippers, and then on the other side, big data, where we give them like access to top selling items on eBay, top selling items on um, uh, AliExpress, et cetera. So what other, channel, what other channels does your system support? So is it mainly eBay and you also you, you have these other channels or? So we have today data from eBay and AliExpress. AliExpress used mainly by uh, Shopify uh, sellers, Shopify dropshippers who want to understand what is the demand. They don't really mm -hmm. source from AliExpress. They just want to understand what is the demand online. And now we are adding uh, Amazon as well. So it's going to be eBay, Amazon, 
שופיפיי, I mean עלי אקספרס, and later on also Walmart. But right now the main focus was eBay. Okay, great. Well, that sounds, I must check it out. Um, last question. Uh, we're going to move off e-commerce now. What are, you, what are you geeky about? What do you do when you're not thinking about e-commerce? Well, Portugal have a lot to offer, you know, so we're playing paddle. I don't know if you heard about paddle. Oh, paddle boards. Paddle boards? When you stand paddle. up on a board? No, no, no. Paddle, it's like... It's a, a game, tennis. like a tennis thing. Yeah, yeah. In a smaller, in a, in a smaller uh, uh, pitch. And it yeah. says like last round. And you just play with each other, you know, like two on two. And you just play all day. Then you stop, you drink beer, you continue playing. Really Is it like crazy. squash? No, we it's call it like squash. squash. Because it's like tennis more. It's like tennis. Okay. And then swimming in the cold ocean, surfing. Sounds good. <laughs> Enjoying the weather here. Eating sardines. Yeah, it's tasty and everything. And I love, I cannot say anything. I love Portuguese food. But for someone who came from Israel, too much seafood. You know, I, I'm more like plant-based. I don't eat right. much. You don't like eat... say, that's all people eat in Portugal, as far as I can tell, is sardines. Yes, yes, seafood, a lot of seafood. Yeah. Okay, well, look, that's, uh, yeah, it's a beautiful place. I've even been there once. Yeah, it's an amazing place. I love it. So you're from Israel? Yeah. Grew up in Israel, left when I was 21 years old, never came back. Okay. Is that, why did you leave? Is it just uh, wanted to see Europe? Yeah, Israel is a small place, high competition. So uh, you feel uh, limited. So uh, my goal since I was 14 years old is to be an entrepreneur. So I felt like very limited. You need a lot of money to start. There is not a lot of opportunities. So I just left to, I started with moving to London, worked in uh, oil, oil paintings in London, selling oil paintings door to door. Mm -hmm. uh, then I had, some, had a business in Camden, uh, a, a shop of, of clothing, women clothing. Mm -hmm. Then uh, after this, went to travel in India, met my wife, moved with her back to Germany, had some business that failed in Germany, came back to Israel, then back to Germany. And this is how I found also about e-commerce when the second time I've been, so you've, been around, you've been around the block a few times. Yeah. Well, look, um, I look forward to catching up with you in the future then and find out what you're, what you're, what you're doing in, in a few years time. Thank you very much. Me too. It was a pleasure being here. It's great also okay. getting to know you. Nice. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Ciao.